look what I got. I know. I'm looking. I'm like, I need to order a shirt because one is not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> I live in t-shirts and I do too. And I, I wanted something that was a light color because all I had mm-hmm. is black. And I wanted something lighter so that I could wear it outside when it's when the sun is shining on me. Mm-hmm. And not that I go outside all that much, but, you know, happy hour. So um, I had to have something light. <laughs> when I'm in the sun, when I get my daily Drinking. dose, my daily dose of vitamin D. Yep. That's for sure. Nice. Shoulder, the really cold, and then I'll put it back in. Megan can write a song about anything. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm putting my headphones in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's what makes me a great mom because, <laughs> yeah. Everything's a song. Okay, be sure the mic is high enough. Yes. Okay. All right. I think I'm is ready. That... Yep. Okay. By the way, I like the shirt you're wearing. It's really cute. Oh, thanks. I think I got it at Gordman's like 50 years ago. Oh, probably not 50. Before years you were ago. born. Yep. 13 <laughs> years before I was born, actually. <laughs> I was really, I was really ahead of my time. No, it was probably like six years ago. So that's close to 50. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Plus, if you keep something long enough, it just comes back in style again. Well, that's true. I still have a closet full of 80s clothes that I'm waiting for them oh, to come Oh, it's coming back. back. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it... neon is already in. It's only I a know. time. And scrunchies are back in. Oh, thank God. I have a ton of those, too. Yeah, you're you're set. I'm set. Don't you um, watch TikTok? They're all the rage. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. But yeah, um, Melissa Oliveri, yep. she, um, she has a Redbubble uh, store, yeah. too. Yeah. And she has been making a bunch of really cool, um, like patterns, like that have nothing to do with her podcast mm-hmm. or her music or anything. Just really cool, like retro patterns Scrunchies. and stuff. And one of them is a black base with big ball, like big circles, dots mm-hmm. on them of all different neon colors. Oh my god! And it's a dress, so it's like a short, like a no sleeve scoop yep. neck, just swirly kind of dress. Can she make clothes? Well, you pick you you just pick from what they have. Like, oh, I see. We I have see. that yep. dress too, yep, just yep, yep. with this guy on it. Yep. Um, but it's so cute, and that I bought is one. So eighties. That is like the epitome of eighties, right? I there. know. It's so cute. I can't wait the to get it. The only thing that would make it more eighties is if it had little, like, um, it looks like um sprinkles, but in neon colors. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like little, or like long. little lightning bolts. Yep. Oh yeah. yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, yes. I lived it. So yep. I, I did not. I mean, no. I did. You were born that, right in the middle of it. Yeah, it was 84. So yeah. five whole years in the 80s. Yeah. 
And and the eighty four. That's when I graduated from high school. <laughs> I hired somebody at work the other day who was born who was born in two thousand six. Oh, I was like, um, I graduated college in two thousand seven. Yeah, like, oh my god, I know I about died. Well, when I started it, and we had to go out to Florida and mm-hmm. stay there for like yeah. a week or whatever. Yep. yep. And they put me in a room with a girl who was the admin for this store. Mm-hmm. She was born the year Greg and I met. Oh, my God. And she was a grown-ass adult, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I feel really old now. You were like, I hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> what? Okay. Yep. I suppose All we right. should start. friends and welcome to the activity continues podcast we are your hosts i'm megan and i'm amy here we discuss episodes of the tv show the dead files along with other creepy shit like personal ghost stories weird dreams glitches and stuff like that this week amy is going to tell us a little bit more about the stories behind the ghosts from our last episode octopus cowboy so if you haven't heard that episode yet head on over and listen to that or watch the episode of The Dead Files called Damned in the Desert. It's season 12, episode 13. I recommend that you do both. Both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're hilarious and the show is so good. So why wouldn't you want I mean, to combine the two? Double your pleasure, right? Double your fun. Yeah. Double my gum. <laughs> double mint now owes us a little bit of money. They do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kids, for those who aren't sure, uh, double mint gum is a gum that loses flavor in three seconds. And they had a whole, like a whole commercial with twins. Back, like twins were so big back in the 90s for the yep. double mint gum. It was a big campaign. It was the double mint twins. Yep. Yeah. It was two girls, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Anyways, I digress. That's as true. I want to do. As it happens. Uh, so yeah, I did some research and it's an interesting story, but we ran out of time last week when we recorded because it was late and we were tie tie. Um, it was way past our bedtime. Way, yeah, we were both like, <laughs> I know. Anywhere. Oh, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and it was like 9.30. I mean, yeah. it's not like we were recording at 2 in the morning. No, not at 9 all. It was 9.30 p.m. No, we're just we're 89 just years old yeah. in, you know, in our it, brains. Yeah. I mean, in my, I'm like a 90-year-old in a 38-year-old's body, 37-year-old's yeah. body, so. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to change up our recording time so that we don't um, have to cut it short. We're not falling asleep. So we yep. are now recording. It's it's 6.44 right now on Sunday mm-hmm. evening, the 17th. So with that, it will be a shorter episode because neither one of us are doing um, a full episode of The Dead Files. Amy, just like we said, found out a little bit, you know, she did a bit of digging, got some backstory on the ghost. Um, and so that's what we'll be talking, or the ghosts, I should say. So that's what we'll be talking about. But next week, we're going to go back to normal recording. Um, and I'm going to recap season three, episode 10. Thank you, Siri, for giving me that episode <laughs> um, titled House of Horrors, which originally aired January 3rd of 2014. Cool, cool. All right. And you said it takes place at a sanitarium? Yeah, it does. Oh, yep, fun. In Virginia, I believe. I don't remember was. that one, but 
I looked I it up. Apparently, I watched it, but you know, I'm Dory, and so I'm like, okay, well, I watched it, but that doesn't mean yeah. I retained any information. Right, and I'm sure I watched it too, but I could have <laughs> fallen asleep during it, like I do with the <laughs> with forensic files. Yeah. Oh God, but you know what? There's something about Peter Thomas's voice. I that know, is just so soothing. I know, even if he's talking about murder, you know, blood and guts and yeah. brain matter and stuff, oh, I'm still God. like, <laughs> I'm still like, you know, I honestly don't know if I've ever finished a full forensic episodes episode. <laughs> I don't think I've ever finished one. It's well, like him and Bob Ross. I don't know if I've ever seen a complete episode of Bob Ross. The Joy oh, of Bob. Paintings. <laughs> oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Yeah. I haven't watched that in forever. I honestly, I'll put it on YouTube and I'll just let it play and it'll put me to sleep if I'm mm-hmm. having a tough time falling to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I just moved uh, the TV that was in another bedroom. I just moved it into my bedroom our bedroom, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. The bedroom I sleep in when Greg is snoring. So yeah. I just call it my bedroom because yeah. I'm in there most of the time mm-hmm. because he snores all the time. Yeah. Same with, I mean, John and I don't sleep together. So yeah. yeah. So I, I get uh, it. I'm getting more comfortable in there. Now I have a fan that blows right on me. So I'm not sweating, even though I'm still sweating. And then I brought, I moved the TV in there and yep. hooked the Roku up to it. Jeez, you got a pretty sweet gig. I have pretty swank. All I need is to move a little refrigerator in there with some wine in it. Oh my good. god! Just get a just get red wine and it's boxed, so yeah. it's room temperature. I could do that. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Do you let the the kids in there with you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is part of the reason I get so hot and sweaty because I've got <laughs> dogs on every every appendage. <laughs> one up here, one down here, and then Grivy's at my feet. Um, I only have three because because Fozzie doesn't sleep in the room with me because he's he's big and and takes up too much of the bed and then I end up kicking him and then he leaves oh so, yeah yes yeah. I don't kick him on purpose it's just when I, I move, know you know yeah. yeah yeah naturally sleeping yeah poor Foz yeah he's all right yeah he's yeah. uh he has had a good life he's he has had a good life 14 now I can't believe Get it out I know. what and he's a big dog so he's yeah that's don't know how many years dog. he's got Usually yeah. they live around 10 to 12 for yeah. those bigger ones. Our, our big dogs, though, 14, 16. One of them lived to 16. What kind of dog is he again? It's a weird, It starts with an F. Fonderell, Fontanelle, Fonderuso. That's the Foz I think you're thinking of. Yeah. But no, he's a... Uh, no, I mean the F is where I think you're thinking of oh. the Fozzie. He's an Airedale. Airedale. Airedale uh, mix. He's mixed with mm. some some type of pit bull. I don't know. <gasps> oh, my God. I love pit bulls. Get yeah. away, Marshmallow. <laughs> Sorry, he just hopped up onto the table. So oh, you probably right. heard that. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Also, big news, everybody. We have a new patron, Carrie. Carrie. He's the one that suggested the um, Damned in the Desert. So yep. thank you so much, Carrie. We love you. She's in our group chat, too. So. Yep. Um, again, if you guys want to be part of the group chat, it is just a bundle of laughs. Um, <laughs> you can send a DM to the activity continues, which is Amy, and we'll go ahead and add you and then you can join in the fun. We still chat with Carrie. I think we chatted with her this morning. Yeah. So it was fun yeah. because she was listening. She because she yeah. you know, because she became a patron, she got to listen to it early Ahead of time. Yeah. And so she was like chatting with us at the same time when she's mm-hmm. listening which is i think is always fun God. for us to hear like what yes. people think right when they hear it and stuff right. so yep I, I thought that was really fun yeah so but, if you want to be part of that please come and join us yeah 
uh, we are more than happy to include everybody and anybody and the group who wants to be included yeah he she they's and gays everybody's welcome everybody everybody i want to mention this just happened like half an hour ago i'll add that sound in post you should We had a new Instagram follower called Seeking Paranormal, and they sent me um, um, a DM and said, hey, would you mind checking out our YouTube channel? And so I went over and I checked it out. Good creepy shit. (sighs) And so I subscribed and then they subscribed to ours. Nice. So I'll have to check that out in the middle of the day because, you know, I can't do creepy shit at night. And somehow TikTok always sends me creepy shit at night. Like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be scrolling through TikTok and it'll be 2.30 and the scariest fucking thing. And I'm like, God damn it, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. You done get, me wrong. I get some of those too. You done I, me I, wrong. I like them, but yeah, I get those too. I yeah. like them in the middle of the day when it's <laughs> sunshine <laughs> and Jesus is around. <laughs> Jesus is always with you if you want him to be. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know why someone like me would say that. I know. But... I'm like, who? okay, has Amy actually been kidnapped yeah i've been body snatched been replaced by a christian but so this person is a paranormal investigator and true crime junkie and has youtube and tiktok accounts so (gasps) yeah speaking of tiktok they have the tiktok account oh oh i thought you were going to there was something else about tiktok i mean i can always speak on tiktok but you know i just sent you a tiktok did you see it yet the guy okay well, it was, uh, I don't was know. It, did I you should... just send it to me? Like a- an hour ago. Oh, on TikTok. Okay. No, I haven't. Okay. I need well, to. Well, I'll just tell you what it is because I thought okay. it was really funny. Okay. So it's this guy and he's like, so when I was in middle school, I think it's middle school or junior high, whatever. When I was in whatever, uh, my best friend and I played gay chicken. And if you don't know what that <gasps> yes. is, that's when you pretend to be gay <laughs> until the other one and he's like, and now we're married. And, and now I'm we're married and we have kids. <laughs> he's going to give in eventually. <laughs> I did see that. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> oh, I'm going to win. <laughs> You're going to win. I just know he's, he can't hold on forever. <laughs> oh, I love that. That made me laugh. Okay. Was there anything else? I don't think so. I think we checked, checked, checked it off. So let's just dig right in. 20 minutes after we start. Let's get right down to it. Four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> after we've talked about literally our entire lives. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as you may remember from the episode last week, and if you don't, go listen. Yes. Should we do a trigger warning? Because I'm looking and I see that there are um, talk about children death. Yes, there are children, children's um, injury and death in in history. In, in history, yes. In um, 1961. Yeah. And so then there's a couple uh, aircraft crashes, but I'm only going to, I mean, like, if saying the word aircraft crash is your trigger, then you've already heard it. Yeah. Several um, times at this point. Yeah. So, we're not going to, I'm not digging into those at all. Yeah. Because there really wasn't anything other than what was mentioned in the show. In the show. You know, yeah. it just seemed, there wasn't really any extra information. 
Okay. I don't, I don't know that there was anything paranormal about those two crashes. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it. Yeah. One was in 1948. That was a pilot that crashed near the house. And uh, he was flying a so- soldier. Robert Rome was flying a, a, a flight school plane mm-hmm. and he was flying too low and too fast. And he crashed. He was playing fast and loose. Yep. And then another one was a helicopter crash that was 41 years later in 1989. Mm-hmm. Military helicopter exploded in the air. And it's not good. Yeah. I was like, maybe there's something weird about the land, like, you know, like yeah, the yeah, Bermuda yeah. Triangle or something like that. Yeah. But no, they said there was like a rotor that was broken mm. or something. They shouldn't have been flying anyway. Yeah. So 15 people were killed. Um, Those darn rotors. Oh, I know. They found 11 bodies inside the wreckage and then the other four were under the plane. I so, hope they died first. Oh, God, I hope so. I hope they all died very quickly. Oh, God. Because that's just, yeah. Do you think getting blown up is quick? Yeah. I literally, I've always wondered this. I, I think so. I'm morbid. Yeah, no, I think so. I've always said if there's going to be a nuclear bomb or whatever, I want to be like sitting on it because yeah. I don't want, I don't want to be like sick for 10 years or whatever. Yeah. I just yeah. go quickly. I want to go quickly. So Anyways, bring us, bring it us down. <laughs> so then the other thing that well, I'll just touch on quickly this the kid thing is this cave-in that happened in uh, mm-hmm. November 24th 1961 remember uh what was his name his first name Francisco oh yeah friend Francisco Garcia Garcia yep yep uh he the original owner of the property of the land yep 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 and he had a farm on there and he had, and he had a gazillion children. And 33 grandkids. <laughs> yes, that's right. Get, I can't, cut, remember cut. those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were fucking a lot. They, yeah. Literally and figuratively. Well, you think that they would both be awfully busy with doing like all this farm chores and take care of kids and all that to be, I don't know, whatever. Having kids. But still, I suppose, I mean, it only, theoretically, I mean, it takes like, what, three minutes? Yeah. Yeah. If you're just wham, bam, get yeah. the babies in there. Yep. I yep. mean, just it's not like get it's, the babies in there. It's not like we're doing it for like three hours of right. just, you know. Unless they're like staying in Trudy's Styler and doing a Kama Sutra right. and all that. I'm so sorry, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, my mother is terrified of anything paranormal and she okay. will never hear this. Okay, good. Never. Because I mean, not that I do that. We need to stop talking about this right now and just move on to Francisco Garcia. <laughs> okay. So, so the cave-in. Yes. So, so these kids, it was um, Garcia's son, Armando, his child, Linda, mm-hmm. and their cousins were all Linda. laying around in this man-made cave. Linda, Linda, Linda. Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. And... um. So the cave collapsed mm-hmm. and one of the girls, the Linda Garcia, who was outside or near the cave, she was near the entrance of the cave. She injured her, her hip and her leg. And then there was another one named uh, Patricia Majuda that was unharmed. And then mm-hmm. two children died. One was Aurora Bravo. And I was reading about this article about her and her mother lost her husband the previous spring and another one of her children two years before that. It was times were rough back in oh the day. God. I mean, that was only like, 1961. That wasn't that long oh, really? ago. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't I mean, that like long back ago, in the but... 1800s, you had 10 kids because odds are not all 10 of them would live. Right. You need, you need a you spare. You need backups. Yep. Exactly. Jeez. 
That and then poor the, woman. I know. I know. And then the other one was, uh, she was seven. Aurora was seven. And then Andrew Majuda was nine. Mm-hmm. And he was, I can't remember how, they were cousins. I can't remember yeah. exactly how they were related. So, interesting. But the Huff murders. So, mm-hmm. as you remember. Yep. Stephen mm-hmm. covered this that double homicide so that took place um, in the near the plot of land or on the plot of land. I think it was the same plot of land. Oh, no, it was the one next door. Murder. That was my Brooklyn <laughs> accent. I don't know what, I don't think it was a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Sorry to all one of our Brooklyn listeners. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Um, we, we have, Brooklyn? Um, no, but oh. remember how we had a bunch of listeners in Ireland? Yes. Well, I was checking our stats today and Ireland is the second biggest yes. section outside the U.S. Ireland and represent the Green Isles. I will not do an Irish accent because then they will stop listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm always afraid to do that because I'm afraid I'm just going to sound like the Lucky Charms guy and then they're going to think I'm being really obnoxious. And yeah, really, no, I wouldn't even that. sound like that. I would be like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, is she special? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, so. hey, Ireland. Hey, Ireland. Glad you're here. Represent. We We love you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyways. Okay, sorry, anyway. totally. No, no, no. That I was that I'm the one that said, well, I might skip the shopping struggle. Get curated outfits picked by stylists who know your taste. We recently tried Wantable and I love everything about them. They sent me a box full of stuff and I think I kept three of the items and returned the rest. However, I noticed after I had sealed the bag and scheduled a pickup that I had forgotten to return an item and was so worried that I would be charged for it. I reached out to Wantable and immediately they sent me a different return label to package up the item that I had forgotten to send. Not only is their stuff top tier, high quality, adorably cute garments, but their customer service is top notch. I 100% will continue using them. I've already purchased and received my second box, and I look forward to many boxes from them. Get $25 off your first order by going to theactivitycontinues.com slash Wantable. Free shipping and returns. Wantable edits your style. Unleash the power of stories anywhere, anytime with Audible. Immerse yourself in gripping stories, insightful knowledge, and captivating characters anytime, anywhere. Audible is your library on the go. With hundreds of thousands of titles across every genre, there's a world of reading waiting for your ears. Listen while you cook, clean, or commute. Free your eyes to conquer your day, all while feeding your mind. Start your 30-day free trial today and discover the joy of listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash TAC. That stands for The Activity Continues. With your free 30-day trial, you get one credit, two credits if you're a Prime member, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. You get the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Listen all you want. No credits needed. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash TAC. So it was June 15th, 1957, and the victims are Freeland Huff and his mm-hmm. wife, Louise. Mm-hmm. There was a theory that Huff owned Whalen money. Mm-hmm. A Whalen is the 
the murderer. Yeah, Paul. Can't remember his middle name. Paul Whalen. Paul George. We'll say George. Yeah, I I think I have it written down somewhere down here. So I'll, I'll find you it eventually do. in my notes. But so uh, that was six hundred dollars. They believed mm-hmm. in 1957. Megan looked this up. Is the equivalent of six thousand two hundred forty-one dollars twenty cents in today's Which isn't, money. I mean, anything to. It's I mean, a lot that's of money. Not Trump change. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a lot of money. That's yeah. And it was supposedly that he he owed Whalen for a job that he did on the farm. Mm-hmm. So as I had mentioned in the last episode, uh, Freeland Huff was rich. Mm-hmm. So I believe that if he really did owe the money, he would have paid it. Or maybe he didn't think like maybe Whalen was saying like, you owe me this money. And Huff was saying, you know, you didn't do a good enough job yeah. for me to pay you the money. That could be. Yeah. yeah. That could be. Like so, you didn't earn the money. Right. So here's what happened. Handyman Paul Whalen sat in his car all day in a field behind the Huff home. He said he was waiting for the right time. Ah, so and I'm taking, I'm taking all this from several articles I read uh, on newspapers.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one particular article that they had a lot of quotes from him in it. Like he's telling his story. Mm-hmm. They must have interviewed him. Did somebody growl? Yes, Vivi is playing with something underneath the chair. And she's, she's going, she's getting, she's getting real aggressive. Yeah. Well, you're lucky I let you in here, guys. Yeah, Vivi. Yeah, man. Just the yeah person in the background. Like, you say the insults, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's me. And then it comes to a fight, and I run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gotta go look at the time. Oh, oh golly gee. Um, <laughs> don't count on me in a fight. I will try to fight and hurt myself. Like yeah. I'll do the other sides, whatever you call them, job for them. So don't. Oh yeah. Anyways, oh, that rem- oh I have one more that reminds me of. Okay. Um, maybe we should just call the podcast. Oh, that reminds me of. <laughs> but did you see or or this week on TikTok? Because this is a TikTok too. <laughs> we get to be like the activity continues and then subtitle this week on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite TikToks. Anyway, yeah. maybe you saw this one too, but it was. A guy come. He comes in. He says, "I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling my my mother, my Italian mother, that she has to help me fight." Mm-hmm. So he walks in. No. Oh my god, it's so cute. I'll find it and send it to you. But okay. Um. He he walks in and she's at the stove, in the kitchen yeah. or something, washing her hands or whatever. And he goes, "Ma," and she goes, "Yeah," and she's got to be, I'm gonna say, sixty, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, is she Italian-American or Italian? She's she's Italian-American. Italian-American. She's Italian-American yeah. New York, They're, I would oh, say. Oh, God, don't fuck with them. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So he walks in, he goes, Ma, I'm going to go fight so-and-so down the block. Yeah. But his mom is there, and I know she's going to interfere, and I don't want her saying anything. Will you come with me? And she goes, I've been waiting for this fucking day. And she runs <laughs> over, and she takes off her sandals. And she puts her shoes on and she's like, that punta, blah, blah, But she starts, <laughs> yeah, I said that to She me. is ready to go. <laughs> but when she said, That's, I've been waiting for this day my whole life. So obviously she's so got a beef with the mom. She's, yeah, she is not here to <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> oh my God, it was so cute. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to back to Waylon. Yeah. Okay. To be so, fair, I'm the one that usually gets us off track. So yeah, well, it's my turn tonight, I guess. Like Greg made a stir fry again, so I'm all spiced up. Oh God, it's the stir fry! I know it was good though, really good. I'm sure it was. Um, you never invite me over for stir fry. <laughs> we'll have to do that sometime. 
Greg <gasps> loves making stir stir fry and pad thai. Only Ooh. if you make the pad thai though. Yeah, but oh. not together. That would be a weird combination. That would be but kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back so to um, Waylon said he was waiting for the right time. So at twilight, he drove his car up to the Huff's home and honked the horn. Freeland Huff came out and Waylon shot him. He said, quote, I let him have it when he was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Huff was still alive at this point. So he shot him again in the back of the head. Stepped Execution over him. style. Yeah. And Louise had come running to the door when she heard yeah, the shot. Obviously. And he fired at her. I guess he it said he fired wildly uh-huh. and missed. She ran to the bathroom, locked herself in. He tried to shoot the doorknob off, but couldn't. So then she tried to escape by running out the bathroom window. And he caught, she started running through the field and he caught her outside, shot her four times, hitting her each time. She fell into the barbed wire fence about 100 feet from the house. He said she started coming to life again. So he shot her again to put her out of her misery. Oh, well, how generous of you to put her out of her misery after shooting her four times and her falling into barbed wire. Right. He's a real stand-up guy. That is aggressive. Yeah. That's yeah. A, now that's a brutal murder, Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Wow. So he then piled them into the trunk of his car, the bodies. And at mm-hmm. this point, another man in one article, he was listed as John Costas. And also he was reported as John Ang- Angulo. So I don't know mm-hmm. which one that is, but he's a foreman that works on mm-hmm. or near the farm. He saw Whalen stuffing the bodies into the trunk of the car and he begged Whalen not to shoot him. Whalen told him, I'll spare you if you leave town for a few weeks and keep your mouth shut. Did he do that? No. No. He went to the cops. Good for him. Good for him. Good job, John. Yeah. So Whalen then drove the bodies to a bridge by the Santa Cruz River where he dumped them and placed them in the form of a cross with Louise on top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is a quote from him. He said, I put them in the form of a cross and buried their last worldly possession beside them. And Which then he said what? he did it, it's i'll tell you oh i'm sorry um, I, gotta, okay. I just got too excited and he said i know and he said that he did this as an order from god sure sure uh, sure, sure sure yep so 10 feet from the bodies they found huff's billfold and watch uh-huh. okay. um Waylon had taken 30 dollars from the wallet oh. and a ring off of freeland's hand mm-hmm. which was later found at Waylon's car i wrote home but it was found in his car mm-hmm. um another reason i didn't think that huff actually owed Waylon money is why would he only take 30 dollars right do we know it what sounded the to me like there was more money in there and he only took 30 of it. Do we know what the equivalent of that is in today's money? No. Oh, let me look. But it's not 6,000. Not 6,000. <laughs> I'm going to guess it is, let's see. I'm going to guess 120. Okay. All right, keep going. Okay. So deputies found a note on the door of the home saying, I have gone to Texas. And it was signed Freeland, but Waylon later admitted that he wrote it. Okay. And there was blood all over the doorway floor. So I don't know why he thought anybody would think that Freeland just was like, I think I'll go to Texas. And just before I go, I'll just leave all this blood on the doorstep. So Waylon was caught at a roadblock just three hours after the killings, and he surrendered without struggle. Um, It's $316.35. Oh, okay. So... So not again, not some change, but not it's it's a little more than 10 times. Right. Because the other one was 600 and it came to 6200. Yep. Yep. 12 times. Not 12. Yeah. No, I don't know. I can't. Like 11. Math's hard. It is hard. Numbers. So um, at the time that uh, that he was arrested, Huff said that uh, or 
at the time Whalen was arrested, he said that Huff had foreclosed on a property that Whalen had bought from him and that he owed him $600 for work that he had done on the farm. But he said he had no will ill for them. He killed them because of a message from above. Mm -hmm. And his, his quote is, I was instructed by the father above to kill the Huffs so there would be peace in the world and there wouldn't be another war. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that. So a few days after the shootings and after Whalen had confessed, he had a mysterious meeting with Huff's brother, Jay. Mm -hmm. But none of the authorities would discuss what happened at the meeting. They just basically said, you'll find out at the trial. Mm -hmm. So uh, it came out in a, I don't know if it was the trial or the hearing that the, that Huff and, and Huff's brother, Jay and Whalen, the murderer knew each other. Mm -hmm. They were in the Navy together in World War II. Okay. They knew each other for years. They even attended school together. So there were three other unsolved murders that they thought perhaps Whalen had committed. And so I didn't maybe dig they have into a serial that. killer. Yes. I know. I didn't so... dig into those, but I do have the victims' names and maybe maybe I can look them up if I have time. But they are Franklin Mott Doan, Robert Nelson, and Mrs. Ruth Martin. And they were not mm. all killed together. These were just three yeah. unsolved murders. Interesting that they're both sexes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So Freeland Huff's sister, Helen Carmichael, reported that a bunch of things had been taken from the Huff home the night of the murder. Someone had kicked in the kitchen door, reached in and took the silverware. But it was later reported that other things were missing, too. A sterling silver bowl, a bunch of ivory figurines and an oriental bowl and personal jewelry belonging to Louise. Well, maybe that totaled the six hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe. Him. That well, that he thought would it would total. Yeah. But I, somebody else must have stolen it because Freeland. I mean, uh, Waylon was already. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, he, maybe he wasn't yet picked up. He was picked up three hours after the murder and the murders were at twilight, whatever mm -hmm. time that is at it's June. So it's twilight would be kind of late. Yeah, that would be probably eight o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. 830 somewhere in there. Yeah. So he was probably picked up around midnight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that could have been him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and then um, one of the other things missing was the sapphire ring that matched the ring mm. that was missing from Freeland's body. It was Louise's oh, ring yep, that matched like a wedding set. husband's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And her, his ring, mm -hmm. Freeland's wing, wing. Right. His wing. Freeland's wing. <laughs> Freeland's wing ring. was found in Waylon's car. Okay. So one can probably assume that he had the other one. It does make sense. I didn't even think about that being him that went in there and stole everything because... I got the impression that after the murder and after he dumped the bodies, that he just took off and drove and then he got stopped by the roadblock. Mm -hmm. But he might have gone back. Sure, certainly could have. Or maybe he didn't stuff him in. I mean, he stuffed him in the trunk right away, but maybe he didn't leave right away. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't give us like he killed them and then immediately stuffed him in the trunk. Maybe right. he killed them. Went inside, went got in, the stuff. grabbed the stuff that he thought equaled $600 and then went out. And that's when John saw him stuffing the bodies into the trunk. Could be. Yep. But then what would he have done with all the stuff? It would have been in his car, right? And the only thing that was in his car when he was picked up was the ring. Did they search his house? I don't know. Because it, it might have. He might have had time to go back yeah. home. I mean, yeah. three hours is a long time. Yeah. When theoretically all he did, I mean, quote unquote, all he did. Yeah. It didn't take a bodies. long time to shoot. A couple yeah, it wouldn't take yeah. a long time to load bodies in a trunk. Right. Let's say an hour. Because yeah. if he's 
if he's a laborer, he's probably in decent shape. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's not like he's me trying to hoist a body and huffing and puffing. So, <laughs> right. I'll probably say, you know, an hour and a half to load him into the trunk, drive out to the place, arrange them into em. the cross, bury the stuff. So that leaves an hour and a half of free time. Yeah. How are we not detectives? I don't know. It's mind blowing. And, you know, he did say, too, that he that he buried them near their their worldly possessions. I And I just assumed it was the wallet that mm-hmm. was found. Maybe he buried their shit and he was going to come back for it. Maybe he buried everything that was missing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You see, the, I didn't even just, think about all that. Listen, it helps to talk it out. People. I know. Brainstorming. Brainstorming. Helps. Yep, yeah. 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 Okay, so Paul Willen was declared insane geez, and sentenced to the Arizona State Hospital. Mm -hmm. On October 15th, 1957, he escaped from the state hospital by running off while he was escaped. He escaped while he was running uh, by running off while he was unloading laundry from a truck when an attendant wasn't paying attention. Oh, my God. Like Annie. Oh, (laughs) the same thing. Yes. Yes. Exactly like Annie. She's not a murder girl. <laughs> no. Uh, but he was caught 11 hours later. Mm-hmm. And Freeland Huff's mother and sister were assigned a guard because he had promised that he would escape. <gasps> oh, and then I read sure. another article that was talking to them and they were like, we're not afraid. We'll shoot him if we see him. We don't care. You go, girl. Yeah. yeah. They're like, come on over. I'm waiting yeah. for you. So they were tough cookies. Heck yeah, they were. So yeah, he was caught um, on in Phoenix on October mm-hmm. 16th. The next day. Then the following year, October 2nd, 1958, he once again escaped from the state hospital, this time with another slash patient. Oh, he found a friend. That's cute. Yeah. And then he turned himself in on October 5th because he was hungry. (laughs) I mean, same. I would be like, listen, I'm starving. At least I get food if I go back. Here, here's handcuff me to the table, but get me a get me steak some damn food. for the love of God and a Coke, <laughs> <laughs> coffee and bars. Yeah, <laughs> he said that all he'd had is a cup of coffee since he escaped, and he probably stole that because he couldn't have any. He money probably off. stole that. Yeah. yeah, couldn't have any money. Off. Okay, listen, you could have been resourceful, buddy. There's yeah. bugs. You could have eaten bugs. You could have eaten bugs. Yeah. That's re- that's if you really wanted to be free. So that's protein right there. Yeah. And he turned himself in. Just he went just went back to the hospital. And was like, here I am. So <laughs> hey and he's he said, I ran away on impulse and I'm glad to come back. This poor guy needed help. He needed he, help. He definitely was mentally ill. Yes. I mean, and then I I uh put some pictures in the document of what he looked like, and we have discussed that he looks a little bit like Richard Ramirez. But with nice teeth. Yes. Well, can you see his teeth? Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah, one picture. In the can. one picture, yeah. Yeah. But it's the other picture I think looks a lot like Hang him. Hang on. I only saw one. Did I not scroll? Oh, you got to keep scrolling. The next picture looks even more like R- Ramirez. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Those cheekbones and those eyebrows. Those, and yes, the very that... just defined cheekbones. Mm-hmm. And the bottom lip is very full like Richard Ramirez yep. is. Isn't that creepy? Is there an N in his head? Or do I just see that? I hope that's in the an picture. N? Yeah, it looks like in his hair there's an N. And the second picture? Yeah. 
I don't see it. It just looks black okay. to me. Okay. Well, I'm going to snip it and send it to you. Okay. Um. Yeah, that looks very, very much like Richard. Yeah. And then if you scroll a little more, you can see a picture of Freeland Huff. I couldn't find any photos of his wife. Oh, very. Yeah. Look at that. Oof. He looks very um, dapper and a little yes. bit smarmy. Yes. So some other things I found out that I thought were interesting about this case is that Louise Huff, his wife, mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. Japanese born and mm -hmm. raised in Canada. And Huff had business in Japan, which I assume is where he met her. Although he, he might have just, I don't know where they met her, actually, because she didn't live in Japan. She, her, her family was Japanese, but lived in Canada. But when her mom was pregnant, she went back to Japan mm -hmm. to give birth to Louise and then came back to Canada. So she was mm -hmm. born in Japan, but she was raised mm -hmm. in Canada and her mm -hmm. family lived in Canada. Interesting. I'm not really sure about that. But so one article said that when Waylon was trying to run off, mm -hmm. that he intended to kill others, particularly people of, quote, oriental ancestry who lived nearby. And then I was curious about the word oriental because I had heard that it was a slur. Mm -hmm. And I know that I looked it up once before and found out that it's not, or at okay. least Asian Oriental people do not see it as a slur. And then I found an article in the LA Times and the author wrote, as an Oriental, I am bemused. Apparently, Asians are supposed to feel demeaned if someone refers to us as Orientals. But good luck finding a single Asian American who has ever had the word spat at them in anger. Okay. And he's like, most Asian Americans have, have heard other racist yeah. epithets. And then he names them all, which I'm not going to say. No, no. You know what they are. Yeah. And he said, but Oriental's not in the canon. Okay. And why should That's it good be? good to know. Literally, it means of the Orient or the East, as opposed to the Occidental or of the West. Last I checked, geographic origin is not a slur. If it were, it would be wrong to label people from Mississippi as Southerners. Okay. So, that, and I think that does know. make more sense because when you say someone's Asian, that, that age is pretty fucking big. Yeah. It doesn't really narrow it down that much. No, it doesn't. I mean... So anyway. That's a lot. There's a lot of countries in there. Yeah. I don't so, know them all, but there's no, at least I five. I don't know them all either. But so Freeland Huff had made a fortune in World mm -hmm. War II in Japan. In 1950, he was jailed and then returned to Tucson after an international incident during a transition of power between the MacArthur administration and the assumption of control by the Japanese people. Is it MacArthur the one who started the communist scare? I think so. so yeah. Yeah. And so he went to Japan in the army with the army in 1945 and built a mil million dollar business importing sugar. His brother Jay came over and helped him to run the business. And in late 1950, they were both arrested for assault over a dispute with a carpenter Ooh. about building a playpen. <laughs> the fuck? You can't build that playpen here. <laughs> this is my sugar farm. <laughs> But I want to build my playpen here. <laughs> is how I imagine that conversation okay. went. <laughs> I, I assumed that he had hired the carpenter to build a playpen and oh. then he didn't like it. Okay. Maybe well, he hired him and didn't pay him. Sense <laughs> than what I did. Maybe he hired him and refused to pay him, just like uh, <gasps> Waylon. Maybe, and I'm sense, maybe that's what he did. That's a pattern. Maybe he he's like Donald Trump. Trump. Doesn't pay his bills. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Trump of the 50s. Oh, boy. So then they were charged, he and his brother were charged with making an illegal transaction involving 15 million yen worth of bananas. 
not the bananas. <laughs> this guy's everywhere. He's I got know. sugar, carpentry, really bananas, diverse, sapphires. Yep. So he came back. Sugar. To wait. Sugar, sugar. Carpentry. Bananas. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's the title. <laughs> we already did that once, though. Yeah, we did. We can't we did. do it again. Similar, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So Huff came back here in 1951, and he said that all of his Japanese government issues were settled, and he even planned to go back someday. And his brother said, quote, I was told by the American consul in Tokyo that my brother and I were apparently the guinea pigs in an experiment by the Japanese government to see how far they could go against American nationals with the intervention of Allied command. Okay, sure you were, buddy. Yeah, makes it sound like they were spies or something. A bit of an ego, Right. Oh. I'm sure the Japanese government could care two shits about you guys. You were probably just doing something illegal and they were like, hey, fucking I'm stop sure. it. I'm sure. A guinea pig. Yeah. So we'll see. But, you know, I mean, it's interesting that so Whalen, part of his reasoning for killing them was so that there wouldn't be another war. So he believed there was that that Huff had something mm-hmm. to do with World War Two or, you know, it, it getting to where it did or it's starting yeah. i don't know but he that's what he felt and mm-hmm. probably because he knew he knew jay the brother and he yeah. was familiar and with the, what the they'd gotten backstory. into yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. well he still was mentally ill so i don't he was. know yep how much of that is yep. like his logical brain and how much of that is the right. illness speaking and i guess we'll never no, know we won't know he died in what was it 19 19- 2010, maybe. Oh wow! So he lived 80 a long something. Time. Yeah. Holy yeah, cow! I... Anyways. Anyway, so that's that's what I got on that. That was a good story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a that's lot more intricate than yeah, obviously than what Dead Files can't cover all of that no. stuff. So it's interesting that there were three other murders. So I uh-huh. think he probably was a serial killer. He might have been. He yeah. probably would have killed again. Yeah. If he'd already theoretically killed three times, this right. adds five. I right. mean. Yep. You know, and maybe it was racially motivated and he didn't want to see a white man with an oriental or, you be. know, biracial. Yep. Inter- I mean, interracial couple. Yep. Could be. And I'd be curious to know, know if any of the other people that that they were considering him a suspect yeah. for, if they were of Asian oriental descent yeah. or if, or if their they spouses were involved. Were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to but, see that take on it. If I ever have time, maybe I'll dig around. <laughs> Key phrase, if. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. So thanks for joining us for this thanks, little shorty. Thanks, everybody. Yay. Thank you. And next week, Megan will be presenting. And yes. I will be listening with bated breath. That's it takes right. place in Virginia. So we're on the East Coast. Okay. And okay. in a sanatorium. Sanitarium? Sanatorium. I think they're the same. Those, okay. I think those I words are interchangeable. Okay. So buckle up, folks, because I'm sure it's going to be a wild ride. I'm sure it will. All well, right. thanks, everybody. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. 
please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the Independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.